Welcome to Femcasters, a podcast and community where feminine wiles and ferocious female voices collide. Femcasters was born from the idea that we can change the world one broadcast at a time. We are here to unite and elevate the voices of silence breakers just like you, girl-wide. Let's kick it, Karina. Kick it. Karina, you are an expert in terms of branding and marketing. And I sit at your feet, I bow at you, and I know when you hate, when I put you on a pedestal, but today you're gonna be on a pedestal because understanding your brand, understanding your personal brand is so important in terms of building, scaling, beautifying your presence as a business owner, podcaster, public speaker, broadcaster. You need to understand your damn brand. So you put me on this pedestal. What do you think my brand is? <laughs> it's caring more and being better. Yeah. Which is Karina's podcast, Care More, Be Better. But really to be strong in terms of your brand. You, this is what you do all day. You build brands. You make people, you make what they believe on the inside exude on the outside. Well, I think that's uh, an important point for people to remember, because your brand isn't necessarily what you think it is. It's what other people think your brand is, right? So uh, that's why I asked you, you know, what do you think my brand is? Um, I have spent a lot orange of time. And green. It's orange and green. And now it's somewhat changing a little bit more rainbowy. But you know, we can talk about that a little bit later, too. I, I will just say your brand definitely matters. It affects the types of opportunities that reveal themselves to you. And also the fact that uh, your voice even gets heard. So my brand in this world of podcasting has been about social impact and sustainability, inviting people to care more so they can be better. My brand in my professional world is that I am an expert in omega-3s, building brands through retail channels, and that's what I'm known for. And so mm. I get you know, people coming to me for that particular topic constantly. And so it's something I think is critically important. It's not only in what you're doing in broadcasting, it's in your professional life, it's in your personal life. Like, how does your community see you? And it's just such an intriguing subject for me. Every time that I look at things like branding, messaging, communicating, and the psychology behind it all, I feel like I can just dive into a rabbit hole and, and keep learning because it's like there's always more to know. That's so fascinating, the psych psychology aspect to your brand, because you do want to evoke emotion. You do want to make that connection with your audience. And it is, and I've heard this since I was a little kid, your brand is what people say about you after you leave the room. And I always wonder, what are people saying about me after I leave the room? We should try that out one time. Oh Be in gosh. a room, and then you leave, and I'll tell you what people say about you, and vice versa. <laughs> we could make that a whole event, right? Like really oh bring gosh. out people's insecurities, but not really. It's more about showing them how powerful they really are, because I'll tell you what, it's like you are your own worst critic. You're going to see every fault in yourself that other people aren't seeing. Mm -hmm. They're seeing the beauty in your message. There's, they're cheering for you when you're speaking in front of them on stage. They aren't sitting there thinking, oh, gosh, she has a scuff on that shoe. <laughs> I hope they don't. 
I mean, honestly, my shoes, my dog has chewed all the heels off my shoes. So, you know, it is really being confident, having a voice, having a brand that is confident in your messaging. And it starts first, I believe, with self-awareness, understanding who the heck you are, understanding what you want to do and to ask those questions or find a mentor or guide that can walk you through the branding process. And if you're not confident, if you don't understand who you truly are, there's no way you can make and create a personal brand that's in alignment with your core values. So let's talk for a minute about values. Values. Yeah. How have you worked to define the values that are integrated with your personal brand? So really simply, my values had always been one to lend a hand and uplift because truly we rise by lifting others. And I've always been obsessed with everything that has to do with royalty, you know, the history of royalty going back, you know, thousands of years, Anglophile, if you will. Crown, you anoint or you help, you anoint yourself, and then you have the compass. So it's crown and compass is my business brand. And anoint and point, the compass points you. So that's where it started. And that's how I try to live my life, behind the curtain and in front of the curtain, if you will. And what that does for you is gives you direction. I mean, you said anoint and point, which is almost perfect, right? When you know your personal brand, when you've identified it, and when you've secured your values, then it gives you a directional leaning, right? Like, you know, okay, well, this aligns with my values and my brand. So therefore, this is the correct choice. And Mm -hmm. so that could be everything from what platforms you choose to use for your social media, and how you connect with people, the types of outreach that you do, and Mm -hmm. the people that you would even choose to collaborate with. All of those things essentially get in alignment because your brand is identified. Now, that's not to say that your life is a campaign. I think uh, Chris, someone, I mean, he wrote a book called Your Life is a Campaign. And then John Stewart, who used to have that show, The Daily Show, interviewed him. And he's like, no, it's not. Your life is not a campaign. <laughs> but in some ways, it's a it way really of life. It's, it's a way of life, almost. How yes. you conduct yourself yes. when nobody is looking. Yeah. That's the key. Who are you? I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's really it. Like you get clear with who you are, and what your purpose is. And then suddenly, like who your what your brand is kind of self identifies, but you really have to secure you have to get down to what do you value most? I uh, Mm -hmm. spent some time recently on a podcast interview with somebody who is like a, a messaging expert who helps to write, you know, copy for you to get real clear on on what your brand is. And uh, she spent some time chatting with me about like my methods and the things that mattered to me. And she identified a value that I had not thought about. She says, from everything that you've shared with me, it sounds like you value the power of connection. And I'm like, wow, okay, like that was insightful. I definitely do. It's part of the reason that I podcast. It's part of the reason that I enjoy networking and mentoring people and supporting one another in a kind of a community basis. Like, I think the power of connection is something that gets really underrated. And when you have the right people in your camp, then you can actually get really clear with what your vision is, what your purpose is, and what your brand is. And so that was just like one thing, one value that I've 
now added to my my toolbox of the things that I really care about and my brand. And um, it's part of this. I mean, really, like Femcasters, right? Like the power of connection is really important. It's how we met, you know, networking on Clubhouse and talking to other people that care about, you know, the world and creating a better place. I love that. And it's so true. Understanding that your brand is a part, an element of your brand is being a part of a connection or creating connections, being a conduit of connections is life giving. It's life giving not only to yourself personally, but also to your brand and to stand out. And I think the one thing we do have to remember when you're thinking about these things, you don't want to be everything to everybody because then your voice, then your messaging gets muddled. It becomes bland because you're trying to please all constituents. If you are more clear and targeted and niche if you will, do you say niche or niche? Karina? <laughs> well, when I say niche, yeah. I think of the philosopher. <laughs> okay. So niche, you know, if you, then you are more powerful. Even if your audience is smaller, you are more targeted and powerful in your message, getting to those right people. So it's just an interesting thought on how to present yourself. So once you understand and can articulate your brand, Karina, what's next? Well, I think one thing we have to all admit is that many of us have been people pleasers. Many of us have tried to please a broad array of people and haven't got very clear on what our personal brand is and really harnessing that. So I think you have to accept that you can redefine your personal brand at any age and any stage of life. So if you have been spreading yourself too thin, trying to please everybody, then, you know, it's okay to come back to that and say, okay, you know what? I don't, I can't, I'll never be able to please every single person. I'll never be the the vanilla flavor that everyone likes. And guess what? Some people just don't don't even like vanilla. So you have to be really clear. That it's okay to be your brand, to, to refine what it is that you want to put out there and then get really clear with your intentions. Like, how are you going to communicate with the world? What vision of yourself do you want to live up to? So that What's your look? People- What's your look? What's what's your look? Do I look like a princess crown and compass? Well, I think you always look like a princess. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm jo- joking there. But it's true. You know, so if your care more be better, you don't want to be walking around in a fur coat. Well, if that's you will, for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, to understand how you present yourself to the world, number one, and then aligning your artwork to make, be impactful and something to get seen your and this is just, we could go down a rabbit hole, Karina, with this topic, but making sure everything, your online presence is matching your brand that you desire. Yeah, it's funny, though. One of the things, like I said in our first episode, I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist, right? One of the things I've always committed to is I'm not letting it, turning your cell phone off during podcast recording. Apparently, I just wanted to re-record that part because I'm a recovering. Oh, recovering? Am I recovering? I don't think you're recovering. <laughs> that suggests that you are in the throes of trying not to be a perfectionist. Oh, maybe I'm still trying to be a perfectionist. But there's one thing that I always oh, to I need to have brand. a conversation with you about perfectionism. But <laughs> you guys know what I'm going to say, right? Thumbcasters. 
Yeah, I think we all do. It's not necessarily good for your psyche and not even for your brand. So there's no such thing as perfect. So you're missing all the good along the way. When we are shooting for being a perfectionist, for getting things perfect, you you lose perspective. You don't enjoy the mess. You don't enjoy the mishaps. And then where do you learn the lessons? And you beat yourself up and you're so hard on yourself. So sorry, Karina. Just a little sidebar there. No need to apologize. I was just going to share that no matter how dolled up I get, there's always something that's dressed down. And so I it's just something I do as part of my personal brand because of that perfectionist streak. It's one of the ways that I fight it. So it might just be as simple as I'm wearing the same Fitbit, you know, with like that really nice dress as I would on my everyday because it's like something that's just dressed a little down. It's more normal me or um, just something along those lines because it helps me to to kind of deal with my own perfectionism if that's a... Well, lucky you met me. We are like Laverne and Shirley, if you know. (laughs) (laughs) Shemizel, shemazel. But, you know, it it is understanding the different voices and how your brand fits with different people. Obviously, Karina and I are not carbon copies of each other. But what our brands do is that they mesh together nicely. There are similarities, but they're different. Pieces of a puzzle, if you will. So I want to give our audience a couple of tips for developing your brand. And um, I have a template that I will be providing to all of you that helps you essentially build your brand house. Now, this can be used for a company or it can be used for you. So it's real simple and it's one of the actionable tips that we'll give you as a uh, download. All you have to do is send us a message on Instagram via DM at Femcasters. So connect with us there, send us a message, say, I want the branding tool, and we will send it right to you. So Karina, these are actionable tips on how to really curate a more polished brand. That's right. Um, Really just kind of a brand house. So you say, here's my core message. These are my values, a little worksheet to help you get there, and ultimately ensure that you can get the strategy that's right for you to get your message into more ears and in front of more people. So your voice is more polished when your brand is polished. Really take a step to think about this. Re-examine your brand. Your brand is fluid. It is ever-changing. It is a live expression of who you are. Karina, I can't wait to read your document on branding. I know I need, I always can use some help. I always could use some refinement. So just send us a message on Instagram and we will go ahead and get that toolkit right to you. Well, I'm going to be the first one to sign up, Karina. You know I am. And don't get discouraged. Get inspired. This is a creative process. And we as Femcasters, we are creative. And always think outside the box because there are so many things that we can learn about ourselves, learn about our voices, learn about our projects. And it's really an exciting time. So don't be nervous to reach out, collaborate. And remember, you are a Femcaster at heart. You are worth it. And we want to hear your voice. So Femcasters, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. We are thrilled that you're here, and we hope that you'll join us in our very next episode. Femcasters, get excited because this podcast is dropping every week, and maybe 
bi-weekly, depending if our boys are behaving. Six children between us, all boys. What are we going to do? Mom of boys. We should have called the podcast Mom of Boys Podcast. We're going on vacation. We are planning trips yearly, quarterly, whatever we need. <laughs> That's right. To be honest, we don't know how to close this episode because we have been broadcasting for a marathon, it seems like, as of right this moment. So what we're going to say is keep femcasting. You're amazing. Share the love. Share this podcast with other women and perhaps guys who get us because we are going to change the faces of voices girlwide. Kick it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Femcasters. We hope you were inspired. We hope you were motivated. We hope you think a little bit differently about how your voice, your very own voice can change the universe. So tap on those five stars, share the love, share this episode with another Femcaster that you think could use this message today. And head over to femcasters.com for all the goods we covered today, including tools to elevate your voice. You can join our exclusive community and celebrate the femcaster in you. Together, we can elevate the power and the voice of women girl-wide. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.